Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. It's Rick Tittle. Oh, it is time, baby. It is time to talk some sports. 1-800-878-PLAY is the way you participate. You you said it too fast. Said it too fast? 1-800-878-7529. Come on in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours and and so-so foreign lands. 1-800-878-7529. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, all about chess checkers, rugby, cricket. Guy sounds like a hack. Hack you one, baby. I'm Rick Tittle. It's nine to noon. That is the time slot uh, that I do Monday through Friday here on Sports Byline USA, downtown San Francisco. The California, yeah, it's California. <clears throat> and um, we bring the sports talk to the people, and it's sports talk in its most pure and unadulterated form. Way the good Lord intended it. That's right. Why would you want to leave America? Everything we have is right here. One person on a mic, one person on a phone, or not just at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. You can email me, rick at sportsbyline.com. You can also send me an X. I think we'll still say twit. Tweet. Twat would be bad. Um, at Rick Tittle. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle is the Facebook fan page. You can listen to me on your television set. Secondary audio programming on Showtime or CRN Digital Plus 2 Cable Radio Network Channel 2. Big shout out to our troops listening both home and abroad on the American Forces Radio Network as well. Have some guests. When do I not? Nate Craig, stand-up comedian, coming up next. Also, Stephanie Warren Drimmer for a new Nat Geo Dinosaur book. We'll have director David Lancaster for his documentary about Vincent Motorcycles. He owes me money. Uh, also, pro aging with J.D. Sharp, Sean Fee, the CEO of Legend, and ballerina Misty Copeland, one of the best ballerinas in America, lovely and talented actress as well. She has a new movie that she just shot in Oakland. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on, bud. 
Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Are you ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/byline and use code byline. That's code byline, B Y L I N E at prizepicks.com slash byline for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We always love it when we get the headliners from Punchline or Cobbs on the air, and we have one of those headliners right now. He has his show tonight, tonight only at the Punchline. Get down here to Battery Street and check it out. 
It is Nate Craig. Nate, when you do a Wednesday show, those are those are the true comedy fans, and I'd say the Nate Craig fans, right? First of all, Rick, thank you for having me. I uh, had not done my research. Your uh, the uh, commercial break there was very valuable for me to find out <laughs> who I am talking to right now. <laughs> Thank you for having me uh, around the world. Hello. Yes, San Francisco tonight, uh, wherever you are in the world, get here, get on down here, jump on, jump on your Emirates flight. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, no, the weekday shows at comedy clubs are always the regular. So I do, or not always, but a lot of times um, some of the people that come to comedy club, they, they like to avoid your uh, Saturday night bachelorette parties, you mm, know, yeah. so they will come. They will come down on Wednesdays and Thursdays. So those shows are, you're actually spot on. Those are really fun shows, yeah. You know, a lot of comedians I talk to, you know, especially with places in Nashville where there's just nonstop bachelorette parties, they come in and the dread they feel because they're just going to talk about, you know, amongst themselves. One of them's going to be the really drunk one and will act out. Or, should I say, maybe you're one of those guys that looks forward to a table like that. No, 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 no. I, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely a different kind of show. And, uh, I mean, your, your synopsis was pretty accurate. It's not a tough, uh, it's not a long synopsis of how to engage <laughs> with, I mean, you have to have a good time. You have to have a very specific brand of good time. And that is not conducive to, uh, to any sort of prepared, uh, end of comedy or routine. So, yes, yeah, so, no, you, you kind of got to go. Uh, you got to go in the direction of the uh, cackling harpies, and uh, <laughs> and sometimes sometimes that just means focusing on the loudest one until they shut up. But that never happens, and you don't want to kick them out. But if you have to kick them out, then they got to go, and blah blah blah, and all that stuff. So it's, yeah, it's a Wednesday night. I pretty much only play Wednesday nights, Rick, and uh, <laughs> and that's uh, and tonight it happens to be at the legendary Punchline. Well, I was going to ask you that too. I mean, we're—I mean, uh, the Punchline is the first club I ever went to in the '80s, and you think about Robin Williams and Dana Carvey and Chappelle. I mean, everybody came through. It's the perfect size, the roof, the way the crowd is, and like I said, I'm a little bit biased because it's my hometown club as a comedy nerd. But what's it like being on that stage and and knowing uh, that all the people that came before you have also graced that stage? Oh, well, it's awesome. It is one of those clubs. I mean, there's, there are, you know, there are only a a handful of clubs like that. Um, and especially now, you know, like they started making these big old, like corporate kind of, you know, comedy got big. It still is big and comedians moved up to theaters and, you know, I sometimes get to tour with uh, Bill Burr. He does, he's doing arenas and he's making them look small. You know, it's, it's like, the club chains wanted to stop. They didn't want these theaters and, and bigger venues eating their lunch. So they started making bigger, bigger comedy clubs. And like, you don't see, I mean, I don't think the punchline's like 200 people. It's perfect. It's awesome. It's like the bar's beautiful. The seats are all intimate and you don't really see clubs getting built like that anymore. At least if their clubs that small anymore or that, you know, that size with that nice low, feeling and and that kind of energy in the room it's it's been you know it's a converted it's a converted uh you know supper club or something you know it's not they don't they don't make them anymore so it's awesome dude speaking of going around with bill burr i've had um 
Dean Del Rey in here. I've had Bartnick. Those guys are just, I mean, you talk about some characters. Uh, you could probably write a book just on the things you can't even say, what you guys do just hanging out, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, those two are animals, and uh, and uh, it's a lot of fun, man. I mean, you know, tour, that's one of the best parts. That's another thing about San Francisco is, like, you, you, you know, the hang is such a big deal for comics because, um, you know, there's a lot of downtime. Or if you're at a club like San Francisco, it's a showcase room. You know, you got so many good comics that, like, they kind of go up and, and uh, you know, there's 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 several per show, so everybody's kind of vibing with each other. And, it, you know, it's almost like a contest. Who can say the wildest? Um, I don't know if I can swear on here. but uh, <laughs> No. <laughs> but, yeah, but... Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's always it's always best to be working with good with good people, and and uh, I know a ton of comics in San Francisco, and they never stop coming to it. It's such a good comedy scene, so I always play it when I can. That's for sure. Speaking of not swearing, another guy I had in here is Pete Holmes, and and he will swear. We know that. And on the you made it weird. I know you were on there recently, and um, is it sometimes kind of a challenge when you're with guys like him or Regan, and you're like, just oh, I wonder if I can make him swear. <laughs> sure. Well, I know I can make Pete swear, uh, um, but yeah, no, it's 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 it. It's, I'm way looser with my language. I've been some guys, and I'm always impressed when they, you know, it's they they just you know, they keep their energy at a certain level, and they kind of are just way more disciplined about the language they use, and um, that. And uh, <laughs> I'm always impressed when somebody can do that. So, um, yeah, Pete and I go way back. That's a fun, that's I'm, that's uh, that's a deep dive, Rick. Yeah, we we just uh, I was on there promote my new special live at the Green Mill. Check that out. Very cool. Over produced it. I know at natecraig.com you uh, you can buy your other four albums on there, and uh, I love the the Fabergé egg the, the eggshell cover. Just oh. it makes me laugh before I even start listening to it. Um, oh, nice! But yeah, the um, the thing about merch is that there are some guys like I've teased Jared Freed over the years because he sells a charcuterie cutting board, uh, and uh, in I think I had him on one year apart, and he still had only sold one. And he's like, "Thanks for bringing it up." And then we kind of break each other's, you know, cojones. But have you yeah. ever been tempted to to throw on catchphrase T-shirts and such things on your merch? Man, I never sell T-shirts. I, you know, I know it's I know it's uh, it's a difference maker for some 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 guys really grinding and working the road and stuff. And that's I mean, if you're driving hours, you got to be able to pick up that extra money. But I was always like, you know, and I don't. I don't. I don't mean to say it like this, but I was like, I didn't really get into stand up to sell t shirts. <laughs> but, but that, but that aside, you know, if you get a funny one or you get a good one, I definitely like a good one. And when you know, when people are, if they're paying their their rent doing it, that's awesome. But then you gotta ship the shirt. Why the fuck are you selling charcuterie boards, dude? You gotta get a, you gotta get a container for those. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's like uh, Mark Norman told me one time that he had a box and the box haunted him because he lived in a little apartment before he got married, he lived in a little apartment in the village and this giant box of shirts. And then he would bring it or he'd forget to bring it, but you know, he'd move a few hundred dollars. So it was too tempting not to bring it, but the box was killing him. 
Yeah, yeah. I always like selling, and I mean, once it got went digital, then I did. I wasn't even selling albums. I was really just selling, and I still sell <laughs> subscriptions. If somebody bought my first album once it was digitally, they get everything I ever do. And when you know, when Green Mill, we got a ex, we're it's exclusive on Sirius coming up here. Wow. Uh, satellite radio but once that's over then everybody that ever bought any of my other albums will get the the files in their in their in an email from me so that's kind of how i solve that uh you know that mark norman three extra seats on a plane <laughs> formula but uh yeah but well, listen, I, we got to run. Uh, next time you're in town, man, we'd love to have you come in uh, and sign the wall like everybody else. It's Nate Craig, everybody. He is at the world-famous Punchline down here on Battery Street tonight at 8 o'clock. Tonight only, future dates. Check it out at natecraig.com. Thanks for coming on, man, and uh, let's let's hook up in person someday. Dude, Rick is a genius, people. <laughs> Thank you for having me, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back with Stephanie Drimmer. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. 
If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 943 Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. I think a lot of weird stuff. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show author Stephanie Warren Drimmer, and she's here to discuss her new Nat Geo Kids book. It's called Jurassic Smarts, a jam-packed fact book for dinosaur superfans. Stephanie, welcome back to the show. And, you know, dinosaurs, we think, ah, we know all about dinosaurs, but there's always new stuff, isn't there? Yeah, there really is. And, in fact, we're sort of living in a golden age of dinosaur discovery right now. Um, There are, there's an average of a species discovered every two weeks, um, which is really uh, unprecedented. So it's an exciting time to be learning about dinosaurs. Why is that? Is it because of our technology where we can find out what's in the ground, or is it the carbon dating, or what was it? Um, There's a lot of different factors, but technology is definitely one of them. So, for example, um, things like electron microscopes are allowing us to get whole new looks at old fossils. Um, We're able to uh, look inside of fossils and find ancient pigments that can tell us, for example, what color dinosaurs were. So, you know, my whole childhood for decades and decades, as long as we've known about dinosaurs, we've just been guessing about what colors they were. Um, but now we, we are actually knowing, and um, some of the species were quite colorful, in fact. What about cloning? I know I'm jumping about 10 different steps right here, but with the DNA, is, have we tinkered and tried to play God and retroactively make one of these things? Yeah, you know, in some ways, Jurassic Park was not too far off, and um, we have discovered um, ancient insects from dinosaur times trapped in amber, which, if you'll recall, is how they extracted dinosaur DNA in the movie. However, um, DNA that's that old has degraded um, past the point of being usable, and so, at least with the technology we have now, it's really unlikely that we would be able to 
resurrect dinosaurs uh, like in the movies. But you never know what tomorrow's technology will bring. I think most of us, we, we think about like, you know, whatever it was, the meteor or meteor storm that sort of, you know, blackened out the sun and ended the dinosaur era. But there were also a few ice ages in there. And I remember in college hearing about this woolly mammoth they found that still had like flowers in its stomach. Like it, it was that fast that it's eating flowers and then there's an ice age and it freezes. Like, is that, <laughs> were they right with that? Or what, what, what do you think of that? Oh gosh. So, you know, dinosaurs lived, they died about 66 million years ago. Woolly mammoths were far more recent. They coexisted with humans. Mm. So you're talking about a, a subject outside of my knowledge, but um, I mean, yes, certainly there are incredible woolly mammoth um, uh, bodies that have been discovered that are amazingly, amazingly well preserved um, because they were preserved in ice. And yeah, I know that you're right. They have discovered sort of the last meals of some woolly mammoths. And um, also for dinosaurs, there are some dinosaur fossils that have been discovered uh, with their stomach contents fossilized as well. And so we're able to get a peek into what they ate and sort of what kind of plants and animals coexisted with dinosaurs too. Yeah, my question was so smart. I was only off by 35 million years. Uh, <laughs> hey, it all runs together. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, just as an aside, you remember those old Encyclopedia Brown, uh, you know, little mystery books or Nancy Drew and one of them was these cave drawings. They wanted to see if it was legit or not. And Encyclopedia Brown pointed out that you could not have had cavemen throwing spears at a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And I was like, oh, yeah, they didn't exist at the same time. Um, but yeah. this is why we Despite have these books. a lot of cartoons. Yeah, Nat Geo <laughs> Kids. And uh, I'm, I'm a Nat Geo Kid because I also need this kind of rudimentary understanding. Why is it also that it seems like Texas, Montana, like we find a lot of dinosaur bones right here in the U.S., don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the U.S. had a huge population, what is the U.S. now, had a huge population of dinosaurs. Um, in fact, we were the homeland for T-Rex. Um, but a lot of where we find fossils uh, actually just has to do with the environment now. So, you know, you have this idea that fossils are pretty much always found in deserts. And that's not because that's the place where dinosaurs live. Dinosaurs actually lived in every part of Earth's land. Um, it's because fossils are simply easier to find in deserts. I think what you're trying to say is, is that Tyrannosaurus rexes were good red-blooded Americans, weren't they? Absolutely. <laughs> so when you have a book like this, you you want a certain age group, maybe middle schoolish, what have you. And so... You don't want to baby it down because the eighth grader is going to be too cool to read it, but you also don't want to make a Harvard textbook. So how do you sort of draw that line? <laughs> you know, I think uh, kids are a lot smarter than we give them credit for sometimes. Um, I've written for both kids and adults, and people ask me how to write for kids, and the answer is they're really not that different from adults. We all have short <laughs> attention spans, mm -hmm. um, and we like the fun, the cool, and the weird. Um, so we make sure to include uh, a lot of sort of small facts on each page that will really draw kids in. And um, this book is really small. It's about six by six, and um, it's sort of written so each page is, is like a standalone. You don't have to read it cover to cover. If, it, if you're a kid who's really into dinosaurs, you might sit down and read it cover to cover. But a lot of kids can kind of 
flip through it, see a picture that interests them, um, read a little bit about one dinosaur, and then move on to something else. You know what also I think we don't think about a lot, at least I think generally, and I saw some of it when I was at the Natural History Museum in Manhattan last year, these the, the, the things that were in the water and these things that look like a cartoon. It's like a shark, but with like a saber-tooth head and some of the most scariest, craziest, wackiest stuff. <laughs> Is it because we're more fascinated with our fellow uh, land creatures that we sometimes forget about all the crazy stuff going on in the seas? You know, that is a really good question, and it's a question that I've had myself. Um, if any editors are listening, let's do a book about weird sea animals, because this is totally a valid point. Um, you know, they weren't dinosaurs, but they were some of the largest and most ferocious predators um, of all time. If you traveled back to dinosaur times, you would definitely not want to go for a swim because uh, the creatures in there would snap you up in a second. So I totally agree with you. So as we are, as a species, whatever you want to call us, a human race, Homo erectus, um, we've been here, what, a few hundred thousand years, and then the dinosaurs, what was their run? How many million? Right. So modern humans have been around for about 200,000 years. So that encompasses everything from living in caves to living in skyscrapers. Seems like a long time. Dinosaurs were around for 160 million years. <laughs> Come on. That's 800 times longer than we have been around. And for about half that time, they were the dominant species, the rulers of our planet. Um, so we are just little pipsqueaks compared to the dinosaurs. That's crazy. That just shows you that if you have a bit, what you can do with a big brain and not a pea brain, right? Yeah, that that's true. Although dinosaurs did a lot, you know, we think highly of ourselves, but dinosaurs they they conquered the planet, and they did invent podcasts too. We have to give that to the dinosaurs. That was another thing. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, that's a bad joke. Uh, before I let you go, one last question: We're all fascinated with T. Rexes, Stegosaurus, Brontosaurus, all that. What about the teeniest, weeniest one? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, not all dinosaurs were huge. Uh, there were a lot of sort of smaller, medium-sized dinosaurs. Um, just like with large dinosaurs, we can't say definitively, <clears throat> excuse me, what was the smallest dinosaur because new fossils are always being discovered. But one of the smallest, was Microraptor, uh, mm. about the size of a crow. Uh, it was a flying dinosaur with four wings. Um, it was a ferocious predator, despite its small size. It sort of spent its time zipping through the forest, hunting for lizards and that kind of thing. Great stuff. Jurassic Smarts. Pick it up from Nat Geo Kids and author Stephanie Warren Drimmer. Thank you for your time. Thanks. All right. Good stuff, as always. And... Um, yeah, I, uh, I I know a lot about a lot of stuff, and I'm also quite ignorant about <laughs> a lot of stuff, as you can tell, that I lump the wool. Am I right about the woolly mammoth being around when there are T-Rexes, though? I mean, I know, I guess, did they also last? But think about that. Human beings from caves to skyscrapers, like how she put it, 200,000 years, dinosaurs 160 million years. Oh, they couldn't even invent a good cup of coffee. Come on back.
Ten bucks says your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. Ten bucks says you can make those returns at Staples seven days a week. Ten bucks says you'll get in and out fast and easy. Ten bucks says when you make an Amazon return at Staples, you'll get ten bucks off your Staples purchase of thirty dollars or more. Ten bucks says it's pretty cool to get ten bucks to spend on something you want just for returning something you don't. Ten bucks says Staples will be your new favorite place for Amazon returns. Ten bucks says you knew I was going to say ten bucks says. Offer good in store only. Exclusions apply. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs. No agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. 
Well, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. We'll get you in and get you heard. We're waiting on our guests, and when we get director David Lancaster, uh, I will pick him up, and I will throw him on the air. Uh, Nick Chubb, obviously, out for the season. He has had surgery today, and uh, we hope he comes back to his... I mean, he, it's funny. You, you, would you say Nick Chubb was on his way to the Hall of Fame? And you would probably say no. But then again, as I was saying yesterday, he is the only back in the history of the NFL to average five yards a carry for his first four years. Not even Jim Brown uh, had that. Uh, and then we talked about who they could bring in, and the one that was most ready to go was Kareem Hunt. Because he had been with the team the last four years, and he knows the offense, and so they gave him a little workout this morning, and they signed him. It's a one-year deal, and with incentives, it can get up to $4 million. And it's funny how, you know, they let him walk in the offseason. You know, what have you done for me lately? Five years ago, he was the rushing champion for Kansas City. And, um, you know, he had spelled Nick Chubb over the last four years uh, as it is. But last year he ran for a career low three and a half yards per carry, but uh, he'll still be the number two guy. They're going to they're, they're going all in on uh, Jerome Ford. More about that. We do have our guest, though. It is filmmaker David Lancaster, and uh, he has a brand-new documentary called Speed is Expensive, Philip Vincent and the Million Dollar Motorcycle. This will premiere in, uh, well, it's going to premiere tonight in Los Angeles, and it'll be available on digital DVD on the 26th. David, welcome to the show. I had the great pleasure of having Ewan McGregor on this program several years ago, and uh, you got him to narrate this. Was that a long road to have such a great get, or was he he sort of on board from the get-go? It was probably mid-period. Uh, the documentary, as, as I'm sure you know, these these things are often years in the making, and, and this was. Um, and it was during lockdown. And our U.S. producer, James Salter, I mean, obviously we kind of thought, well, Ewan would be a wonderful narrator, got a great record of motorcycling, but also a great voice. Um, and James got through to a friend of a friend in the motorcycle community who got word to you and then <laughs> the amazing thing was because the emails went into spam as as at the modern age so you and just called me out of the blue um and he said no i've heard about it you know i'd love to be involved uh send me the script when you're ready so of course i said oh the script's fully completed it wasn't quite but i got it to him the next week at a few long nights and and then we recorded the voiceover possibly only a week later. So I think it was a story that he wanted to see told, um, a motorcycle story, but hopefully very much about the man rather than just the motorcycle. Well, that's what I would like to talk about because I think a lot of motorcycle enthusiasts don't realize who Phil Vincent was and how he was such an influencer on motorcycles 
around the world. Can you give us sort of a little thumbnail on him? Yeah, he, uh, well, he did what a lot of these interesting people do. They started with a large fortune and ended up with, with no fortune. Uh, so he was from a, a wealthy uh, English family, but they had farming interests in Argentina. And so he was born in England, but very soon was out to Argentina, grew up on this big ranch about 300 miles from Buenos Aires. So had a quite a peculiar upbringing for an upper-class English child. Um, but he did, I think when he was seven or eight, he went back to England, went to school, then he went to... His secondary school was a place called Harrow, which is mm-hmm. like Eton. Um, you know, a really right. top-performing and expensive private school. Winston Churchill went to Harrow and lots of people like that. And then went up to Cambridge to read mechanical engineering. But he he basically, well, he dropped out or he was asked to leave. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the tutor said to his parents, he's, he's spending much more time messing around with motorcycles than he is getting to lectures. And so by the 1928, he borrowed the money off his father and started his own company, which was amazing. He was 18 or 19 years old. Um, and that company endured up until 1955. They got their way through the depression of the 30s. And I guess the significant moment, certainly for me, and I think for, for motorcycle aficionados, is 1946. So during the war, they'd, they'd planned this amazing motorcycle, a 1,000cc V-twin. Um, they'd done a few between models before the war but this, this one was all new it could do 110 miles an hour which was you know amazing in 1946 and as interesting was that it was sort of bristling with novelty so there was no conventional frame he, him and his um, chief designer phil irving they realized that the engine they were working on could actually be the centerpiece of the motorcycle and it, it didn't need a conventional frame to wrap around it so that meant you know less weight shorter wheelbase and i'm still to this day quite stunned how they got this motorcycle ready by 1946 that it was so good and the rest of the the british industry certainly were just sort of repainting their pre-war motorcycles and and selling those and they they leapfrogged triumph norton bsa and it's just a, a small firm in Stevenage, 30 miles north of London. I've spent a lot of time there. Actually, I'm in Hertfordshire and been to Stevenage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, when I look at some of the motorcycles, like my, my grandfather had one from the 30s here mm-hmm. in, the, in the U.S., and it looked like the most unergonomic, uncomfortable, it, it looked horrible. It just didn't look like something you even wanted to get on and so what what was philip vincent able to do and i love the fact that what were they like 50 quid you know i mean <laughs> to buy one of these in the 30s but like his his comet like what were what were some of the things because i know he was very fascinated with the rotary engine right in his later life he was yes um i guess the big technical innovation was that vincent never produced a motorcycle without rear suspension, mm. which was a novelty. And in fact, in the 30s, 
we, we unearthed these great audio recordings of him talking, and, you know, he says people were, you know, they were going, these things are dangerous, you've, you've got rear suspension, and that's what the tyre's for. Don't don't put any springs at the back. But he was convinced, and of course was right, that rear springing meant a more comfortable ride, better traction. Uh, the other innovation were each wheel had two brakes, so essentially the motorcycle had four brakes. And as you know, American motorcycles, till quite late, didn't even have a front brake. Um, mm. People thought it would lock the wheel up. Um, and then lots of minor innovations. Um, you know, everything was adjustable, the footrest, the gear lever. It, Jay Leno, who's, you know, gave us a very generous amount of time, he, as he says in the film, we can see where, where all the money went. And it, it, owners today, are, you know, they reap the benefits of that investment. But they probably lost money on, certainly in the late 40s, by the 50s, they they were losing money on on each motorcycle because they were hand built, they were complicated, they were much of them was made on site in Stevenage where economically they would have been better to buy forks from Norton or suspension from AJS. But it <clears throat> one of the fascinating things about Vincent is that it was his way or the highway. So the motorcycle is a very vivid expression of his and Phil Irving's ideas and and enthusiasms. And it was, T.E. Lawrence was not on a Vincent when he died, right? No, that was a, a Bruff Superior, which was their their rival in the 30s when they when they made a few of these early V-twins. Um, <clears throat> and, and Vincent says in one of the audio tapes, you know, we, we knew we had to beat Bruff, uh, which they did because Bruffs were certified that every motorcycle would do 100 miles an hour in the 30s, and the pre-war Vincent did 110. The, wow. They, they made 78. Uh, and yes, you, you, you can imagine the roads, the, 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 the speed of the other traffic, it, it must be like somebody going past you now at 200 miles an hour. <laughs> this, this thing could cruise at 80. Most cars would sort of huff and puff to get to 60 on a good day. <laughs> Let me ask you one more question before I let you go. The the Isle of Man TT, which was this sort of like the Tour de France? I mean, this is over 100 years old, this motorcycle race. What did it do for the competitive juices of these motorcycle designers? It did a lot, uh, especially up until the 70s. It, it, it ceased to become a Grand Prix qualifying race in, yeah, I think, the mid-70s. But when Vincent's were competing there in the 30s and a little bit in the mid to late 40s, it was, yes, it was like Le Mans, the Tour de France, the Indy 500. It was where the manufacturers wanted to win. They they brought their best riders and their best models. And Vincent's did very well. I think 1935, you know, they were like 7th and 8th and 9th. And the only bikes with rear suspension... Um, they by then made their own single cylinder engine, which was again amazing for for a small company um, out of the sort of industrial heartlands of the Midlands, uh, and they, that put them on the map in many ways. Those those victories in the thirties. 
Well, I should tell everyone that the film Speed is Expensive has won festival awards in Canada, India, Portugal, and the UK. It will get its American premiere tonight at the Lemley Monica Film Center in Los Angeles. And then on the 26th, it'll be available everywhere, DVD and digital as well. We've been speaking with the director, David Lancaster. Fascinating uh, film, as I mentioned, narrated by Ewan McGregor. David, congratulations and thank you for coming by. Thank you very much for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break, and we'll come back on Sports Byline. of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it. Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now, and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's home ownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. 
800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Oh, showing the eclectic nature of titillating sports with Rick Tittle. We had comedian Nate Craig to start the show. He's at the punchline tonight. Get down there. We had Stephanie Warren Drimmer, uh, author of, no wonder I couldn't find her on social media, my rundown said she's Stephanie with just an I. It is an E. Anyway, Stephanie Warren Drummer, the author of Nat Geo's Jurassic Smarts. And then director David Lancaster, who sounded a bit like David Lean. I asked him about T.E. Lawrence. That's uh, Lawrence of Arabia. And if you saw the movie, you see at the beginning he dies going way too fast on his motorcycle. And then little country lane car, I think, like cuts in front of him and... He gets launched. And, um, yeah, that was the Bruff Superior SS-100, and uh, he nicknamed it uh, George V. Um, you know what's funny? Like, a lot of times people say, oh, this is the greatest movie ever made. Like, Citizen Kane, oh, man, I saw it one time. You couldn't pay me to watch that movie again. <clears throat> Not that it was bad. It just was a snoozer. The Godfather... Love the director, love all the actors. Eh, that opening hour with the wedding, I was like, oh. But Lawrence of Arabia, you know, I remember it, it came back out in the 80s in the theaters and Siskel and Ebert were like, you have to see it on the big screen. And so uh, I went to see it in the movie theater and the amazing music and uh, the amazing uh, cinematography in the desert, but also it is a snoozer. <laughs> and you have white people playing Arabic people and whatever. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We have another two hours. Who knows what's going to happen? Come on back. USA News. 
I'm Corey Myers. Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee grilling Attorney General Merrick Garland. Ohio Republican Jim Jordan today accusing the Justice Department of protecting President Biden and his son Hunter while illegitimately targeting former President Trump. Garland says he's just doing his job. We will not be intimidated. We will do our jobs free from outside influence and we will not back down from defending our democracy. A new strike deadline has been announced by the United Auto Workers President Sean Fain. He says if no substantial progress in contract talks has been made by noon this Friday, they will call on more local unions to expand their stand-up strike against GM, Ford, and Chrysler owner Stellantis. Currently, the UAW is striking three auto plants, one from each of America's big three. New York police still looking for a third suspect in a deadly drug exposure case at a Bronx daycare. The daycare owner and a tenant now face federal charges and are being held without bail in addition to local murder charges. The daycare owner's husband remains at large after authorities allege he left with two full shopping bags in an attempted cover-up. Authorities saying a large amount of fentanyl was found on top of children's play mats. A one-year-old died last Friday. Several other children got sick. Republican governors who signed state laws restricting abortions are blasting former President Donald Trump in an interview that aired Sunday on NBC's Meet the Press. Trump said Florida's six-week abortion ban is a terrible thing. On Tuesday, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds said it's never a terrible thing to protect an innocent life. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. Operators are standing by to help you. 800-392-1941. That's 800-392-1941. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Geneticists have, for the first time, isolated and decoded RNA molecules from a creature that died out long ago. The genetic material, which came from a 130-year-old Tasmanian tiger, a specimen in the collection of a Swedish museum, has allowed scientists to better understand how the animal's genes functioned. Now, while scientists' goal was not de-extinction, a better understanding of the Tasmanian tiger's genetic makeup could help recently launched efforts to bring back the animal in some form. A Connecticut man pulled his Aston Martin convertible into his garage Sunday. Two masked men followed him, attacked him, and stole his vehicle in a daylight carjacking right out of his garage. 
The man wasn't hurt, and police do have two suspects in custody, one of them only 16 years old. SpaceX breaking a record in reusing booster rockets. A Falcon 9 rocket blasted off from Cape Canaveral Tuesday night, carrying 22 Starlink satellites into orbit. The rocket's first stage booster came back to Earth about eight minutes later and landed on a SpaceX drone ship in the Atlantic Ocean. It was the 17th liftoff and landing for the first stage rocket, breaking the previous record of 16 liftoffs held by two different Falcon 9 boosters. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, 1-800-87A-PLAY. It was reported in the uh, Patriots game at Gillette Stadium against the uh, Dolphins that um, guy had a heart attack and died, a 53-year-old man, during the game. Terrible, tragic story, uh, not too, too uncommon. Uh, but now police are investing. I didn't bring it up because it's just sad and crap like that happens. But now the police are investigating. And they're saying it wasn't a heart attack at all. And then the guy got clocked in the side of the head. Somebody punched him. And now there's cell phone videos circulating. And there was a fight. One guy said it was pretty heartbreaking and the game was still going on. So the general public clearly knew what was going on in our section. So the game was going on. People are cheering for a Patriots comeback. And then this poor guy passed away before our eyes. So uh, it's just, 
I, I have seen, especially when the Raiders were in town, just horrific fights. There was a guy right in front of me one time who had nothing to do with the fight. It broke up in the. It started out, broke out in the aisle next to me, and one guy picked another guy up, and he flipped the guy over his head. And this guy in front of me had the guy come down on the back of his neck, and the guy in front of me was taken out on a stiff board. His like, I don't know if his neck was broken, but they taped him to a board. He's just trying to watch a game. So, yeah, uh, you know, guy had a heart attack and died. No, apparently, you know, it's the old Shane Gillis joke that you can assassinate Joe Biden with a punch. You can kill somebody with a punch. A lot of people are in jail because of that. Especially if you get them in the temple or you get them in the nose and it goes into their brain or you hit the jaw just right. I mean, it's just... uh, This is why... uh, we have high def TVs, you know, it's, it's like, it's just, if people could just behave, but they can't, I never understood getting blasted drunk or high or shroomed out or mollied out for a game. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on prize picks. The most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/byline and use code byline. That's code byline at prizepicks.com/byline for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. 
Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out, yo. All right. Lines are open this hour. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Come on in and get heard. That's right. Don't you have to interview someone that has invented a new type of worm? Now, that's in the next hour. But in this hour, it's all you, baby. Come on in and get heard. Uh, The Pro Football Hall of Fame has unveiled its list of 173 modern-era nominees for the class of 2024, which includes, let's see, nine players who are in their first year of eligibility. Those making it for the first time are Brandon Marshall and Jordy Nelson, former Raider, Antonio Gates, Jamal Charles, TJ Lang, she was hilarious. I had her on the show the other day. Oh, that's TK Tunstall. TJ Lang, Josh Sitton, and Max Unger. Well, think about that. Felix Unger, and then, uh, well, get into an odd couple. Max Unger, Haloti Ngata, and Julius Peppers. And, of course, Marshall enters the conversation after 13 seasons. He's 23rd all-time on the receiving list. 16th all-time in receptions. That's receiving yards. Uh, For Nelson, I mean, definitely a Packer Hall of Famer. He's sixth in franchise history and fourth in receptions. Uh, Gates is a lock, former basketball player. As much as he tortured my Raiders, I have to put him in the Hall of Fame. He's third all-time in tight end receiving yards, which is 30th all-time overall. And he owns the record for receiving touchdowns with 116. And it's way too simplistic to just say he was taller than everybody else, but it didn't hurt. (laughs) And then Charles is the Chiefs all-time leading rusher with 7,260 yards, which is funny. I remember that game at the Coliseum where whoever, oh, I think it was uh, Priest Holmes either hurt, was hurt or held out. And so they put in Jamal Charles, this little guy from Alabama, not even a high pick. And then he went crazy and made a career. <clears throat> On the defensive side, Peppers is in. He's just in. Former number two overall pick, but uh, 17 years in the NFL, fourth all time in sacks. So, as I said, there's no discussion about Gates and Peppers. We can have a talk about some of the other ones, but I have the full breakdown, I have all the names. And I'm going to give you my quick little thumbnail. Now, keep in mind that I'm very harsh. I have to call myself a black heart. When it comes, why well, I got to be black? Uh, I just think that you have to be no question, like the other two guys I mentioned. So the, these are the quarterbacks that are on the list. Mark Bulger, 
No. Randall Cunningham, I'm listening. I just don't think he did it long enough. Jake DeLom, no. Doug Flutie, BC Hall of Fame. Rich Gannon, get out of here. Jeff Garcia, Bashoff. He probably is already in Bashoff. Some people say Bashoff. That's the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame, which doesn't even have a Hall of Fame. You, you, you see like in airports and the Shark Tank. Uh, Donovan McNabb, no. Air McNair, poor guy. Shot on his couch by his estranged girlfriend or crazy girlfriend, whatever it was. No. Tony Romo, no. Michael Vick, no. Running backs. Uh, these are just no's unless I stop to think about it. Sean Alexander, Terry Allen, Mike Allstott. If you had a Hall of Fame just for fullbacks, Mike Allstott would be in it. Jamal Anderson, Tiki Barber, <clears throat> who I hope to get in person again in, in Boston at Army-Navy. He's sat down with me. He's literally one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. But nice guys finish last. No Hall of Fame. Michael Bates. I think of him more as a kick returner. Jamal Charles, Larry Centers. It's another fullback. Stephen Davis, Corey Dillon, Warwick Dunn, Charlie Garner. Eddie George. Man, Eddie George should have already been in. He just, what he did at Ohio State, he just wasn't able to do long enough for the Oilers, I don't think. Amon Green, Priest Holmes, they for mentioned. Steven Jackson, Oregon Hall of Fame. Chris Johnson, uh, Daryl Moose Johnston, he's another fullback. Probably be in the ring of honor if he's not already in Big D. Thomas Jones, John Kuhn, Vontae Leach, Dorsey Levins, Golden Domer, Jamal Lewis, one of the, those guys drafted with a ACL knee. They waited for him. It was worth it. Eric Metcalf, another guy, a special teamer <clears throat> out of uh, Stanford. His dad was a great player for the St. Louis Cardinals in the 70s. Glenn Milburn, Lorenzo Neal, my man, Low Neal, fullback. And uh, I know Low Neal very well. Great guy. Worked with him a lot. I would love to see Low Neal go in the Hall of Fame. I mean, who did LaDainian Tomlinson give the football to when he broke the record? He gave it to Low Neal because he said Low Neal blocked for two thirds of these yards. Um, but no. Tony Richardson. Tony Richardson was more of a fullback himself. Robert Smith, Fred Taylor, Jags Hall of Fame. Chris Warren, Ricky Waters, no. Maybe at Notre Dame. Brian Westbrook and Ricky Williams. The wide receivers, Anquan Bolden, I'm listening. But you know what? When he started talking uh, about, uh, during the Kaepernick thing, about we need to get the NFL together, you need to put money into, uh, then there was a payment, and then people said Anquan Bolden uh, you know, was bought out, and he said, no, we got a lot of money to help the inner cities. And Look, Anquan Bolden was an amazing receiver. I told you, I'm listening to Anquan Bolden. He's not a slam dunk, but I'll listen. Troy Brown, Donald Driver, Antonio Freeman, Irving Fryer, I'll always remember the drop pass in the national championship for Nebraska uh, against Miami right on the goal line. 
went on to play for the Patriots. That was from, uh, was it Irving Fryer? Dante Hall. Devin Hester should be in for kick returns. I mean, come on. We just don't put kick returners in the Hall of Fame. Devin Hester is the greatest kick returner in NFL history. I, I He just is. Punt and kick. Just put Devin Hester in the Hall of Fame. I mean, we pretend we pretended for years that kickers didn't. And like, all right, Jan Stenerud. Who? And then we pretended that punters, because we don't like punting. That means it didn't work. We surrender. Here, you take the ball, but you have to take it way down there. We're not giving it to you here. Ray Guy is finally in. Ray Guy, maybe of all the people I interviewed, the thickest Southern accent because he's from Mississippi. I go, Ray, great to have you on the show. How are you? Well, I'll tell you what. We don't have to have some football people go over to the stadium and there was the team bus. And I don't know. Coach Madden told me. Love the guy. Uh, would I do that to his face? Probably not. But I love the guy. Uh, Tory Holt, <clears throat> very good player. No. Joe Horn. Andre Johnson. If Andre Johnson played for the Jets, they'd probably be trying to get him in. Chad Johnson, or as he's known as Ocho Cinco, which means 8-5, not 85. Ocho y Cinco means 85. Brandon Marshall, Derek Mason, Herman Moore. Herman Moore's been on the show. What an amazing receiver. If he didn't play in Detroit, he'd get more love. Mushin Muhammad, I mentioned Jordy Nelson. Andre Bad Moon Risen, when he got caught by the cops, he said his name was Brock Middlebrook. Jimmy Smith, Rod Smith, Steve Smith. Fresno State. Heinz Ward, I'm listening. Reggie Wayne, I thought Reggie Wayne was in. He's not in. And Wes Welker, no. We'll come back, we'll talk about some of the other ones as well. Reggie Wayne is not in. Oh, it's Marvin Harrison I'm thinking of. Same guy. They did the same thing with Peyton Manning, basically, right? All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. 
People who have felt your pain, they know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. You know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Lines are available. 1-800-878-PLAY. Getting back to this uh, modern era Hall of Fame list. Uh, quick email from Chrissy. Rick, you say Low Neal is a great guy. Did you ever work with a former athlete who wasn't a great guy? Well, that's all going to be in my memoir called Rick Tittle's Kiss and Tell. Um, I will tell you this. I used to work with uh, Dana Stubblefield, who's now serving 15 to life for rape. And we were at a, a function one time uh, at our station. And these two girls came over to me. Young ladies, I should say. Very nice looking. They go, oh, are you Rick Tittle? I went, yeah, yeah. And they said, oh, we're we're fans. And I'm like, oh, thanks a lot. Just very innocent little talk. And Stubby runs over and he goes, you don't want to talk to Rick. You want to talk to me. And they're like, he goes, he ain't no Mac. I'm the Mac. And they were like, okay. And then they walked away. And I go, Stubby, what are you doing? He goes, I just, they should be talking to me. I'm like, okay. 15 to life for rape. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw in that. I've never told that story before because it's not a very good story. <laughs> but just talking about a former athlete who was, I mean, there were some other ones that were, there was uh, one guy, I won't say who he is, even though I'm tempted. Uh, but uh, he, we were having a meeting and, 
and he came into the room late and there were about 30 people in all these chairs in this huge conference room and it wasn't just talent like myself it was a lot of uh, people and you know ad sales and marketing and stuff and he came in late and he goes there's no chairs and everybody kind of looked around he goes all right who's getting up for me and this like one guy goes oh you can have my seat Do you know who it was? <laughs> yeah, he uh, <laughs> played baseball. <laughs> All right. 1-800-878-PLAY. Rick, you should do more of those. Two. I remember one time I was on 95.7. Some, it was like in the early days. And I had like a four-hour solo show, and I, I got on a tangent. I'm surprised they let me stay there eight and a half years, but... I got on this tangent. I started telling started telling uh, Europe stories, and one guy called in, and uh, yeah, you're right, Dominic. That's the guy. <laughs> one guy called in. That's bad radio. I can't help it. And he said, uh, "Rick, I like your sports talk, but the Europe stories are way better." And I'm like, "Okay, all right." Back to the modern era, and I'm going to give you some thumbs ups or thumbs down here. Another Siskel and Ebert reference. Three tight ends, Antonio Gates, as I said, he is in. Then Ben Coates and Wesley Walls. No. And no. Offensive line, Willie Anderson. No. Bruce Armstrong, Matt Burke. See, it's so hard. You think, well, Matt Burke was the best center of his generation. Was he? These guys don't get a lot of love. Lomas Brown, Reuben Brown, Jari Evans. Kevin Glover, you get Olin Kreutz. No, Olin Kreutz was the best center of his generation. T.J. Lang, Matt Light, Nick Mangold, best center in New York history. Logan Mankins. Remember, uh, I never saw anybody fawn over so much as Robert Kraft did on Logan Mankins. This is the guy. He's hugging him, and his head comes up to his thigh. Tom Nalen, Nate Newton. Jeff Saturday might have had a chance if he didn't coach. He did beat the Raiders. Who didn't? Mark Schlereth. Mark Schlereth and I were at the University of Idaho at the same time. I went there for a year. He was on the offensive line with uh, Tom Cable at the time. I had Mark Schlereth on my show years ago when his son, um, the pitcher, is it Daniel Schlereth? Yeah, Daniel, he had been drafted by the Diamondbacks, I want to say in the first round and I said, Hey, congratulations on your son. And he said, yeah, I only accept excellence. And I was like, ha ha. He goes, I'm serious. I would not let him play any sports unless he had straight A's, not one B. I'm like, well, I guess it paid off. Robo dad. Although I don't think Daniel Schlereth's in the league anymore. Josh Sitton, Chris Snee, Mark Stepnoski, Dave Zott, screw that guy, Max Unger, Brian Waters, Richmond Webb, Eric Williams, and Steve Wisniewski. Steve Wisniewski is one of the greatest guards in the history of the Raiders. But is he a Hall of Famer? That's the thing. I mean, it's so hard to stand out. It's almost like, well, you need Patrick Mahomes or Peyton Manning or Drew Brees or Tom Brady. You're like, oh, you blocked for him. Well, Steve Wisniewski blocked for a lot of schmucks. 
but he went all pro every year. He was basically kind of like what Zach Martin is doing for Dallas. But he's a guard, and it's hard. He's a guard, and it's hard, and a guard, and a heart. Let's swing across the other side of the line. Jonathan Abraham. See, some of these guys I think of linebackers. Jared Allen, you know. Jared Allen was sort of like the Max Crosby of his era, kind of a big, goofy uh, sack artist. Dwight Freeney, he's got a lot of sacks. Leroy Glover, Casey Hampkin, Robert Mathis was very good. Haloti and Ghana, Leslie O'Neill, Julius Peppers is in. Simeon Rice, who I believe didn't go to college. Uh, good for him, Otis Sistrunk. Justin Smith, Neil Smith, Dana Stubblefield. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just mentioned Stubby. Should I? Not? I should not call him as a nickname now that he's a convicted rapist. Because Stubby sounds like somebody fun. Hey, Stubby. Or if it sounds like a really bad nickname too. Henry Thomas. What about it? Would let's just say Dana Stubblefield was second all time in sacks. They'd have to put him in, right? Or do you not put in a convicted rapist? I mean. Do you take what you did on the field and pretend like it didn't happen? I don't know. Well, luckily we don't have to worry about that. Right? Henry Thomas, Justin Tuck, Ted Washington, Vince Wilfork, Jamal Williams, Kevin Williams, Pat Williams. Who the hell's Pat Williams? Sounds like an owner. Um, yeah. I mean... These guys stand out way more than the offensive linemen because they got sacks and they got fumble recoveries and tackles, and every once in a while they'd get an interception. They might get a touchdown. They might even come in on offense and do a fridge run. And so, as I said, Julius Pepper's fourth all-time in sacks. He's in. I'm sure there are some Vikings and Chiefs fans that would make a case for Jared Allen. I'm sure there are people that can make a case for Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis. I mean, you you could just start comparing them. Um, But there are, I mean, Vince Wilfork, if you talk about just nose tackles, I mean, Vince Wilfork was a tremendous nose tackle for many, many years. Um, And then just other guys, Ted Washington, Daniel Stubblefield's teammate. Ted Washington, no. Justin Tuck ended his career in silver and black. But uh, why did he work for a hot dog on a stick? That's not their colors. Uh, but uh, no, I just, there's a reason why these guys are mentioned because they had good careers. You know, I mean, Rich Gannon was an NFL MVP, but he's a joke of a Hall of Famer, but he's on the list because he was an MVP. I mean, you got to put him on the list. It's not like when... Uh, my last year in college football, I've told this story before, but my buddy, a fellow defensive back, he goes, uh, so we're in the draft. I was like, what? Yeah, we're in the draft. I go, we're not in the draft. <laughs> Nobody ever heard of us. Nobody heard of anybody on our team. What are you talking about? He goes, yeah, but there, uh, the NCAA requires that when our el- eligibility is up that we have to put in our name to the draft. And I went, oh, so you're saying St. Mary's sent a list to the NCAA? He goes, yeah. I go, I bet you a million dollars they didn't. 
No, they're required to submit. So we're in the draft. It's kind of like my friend got this, who I was playing football with in high school. He got a letter from Purdue one day, and it just said, ever thought about playing football for the Boilermakers? And he went out and he bought a Purdue T-shirt, and he said, yeah, I'm being recruited by Purdue. I said, I think that was a random letter. (laughs) You're not even all league. I'm being recruited by Peru, by Peru, by Purdue, or maybe Peruvian as well. Uh, we got more guys to get to. This is good. This, this whole subject might just eat up the hour. I love it. Come on back on Sports Byline USA. Exergen is the smart choice when selecting a thermometer. As children return to school, keeping them healthy is important. Got a fever? Stay home. To detect fever accurately at home, you need a fast, non-invasive, and clinically accurate thermometer. Exergen provides all of that and is backed by over 100 clinical studies. Accuracy matters. Be smart and safe. Measure temperature accurately with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, 
palm down and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. That hurts my feelings. 1-800-878-PLAY. Get in and get heard. We got open lines. I'm going over my individual sussing out of uh, these modern era uh, candidates, let's just say. Uh, 173 candidates. And um, this list will be pared down to 25. 25 semifinalists, as they're called, which does not make a lot of sense because they're not semifinalists, but uh, have gone over uh, all the offensive positions, and I've done the D linemen. Let's go to the linebackers. Jesse Armstead, Brendan, Ian Badejo, Cornelius Bennett. Cornelius Bennett, I'm listening. Four straight Super Bowls. Lance Briggs. Keith Brooking. Navarro Bowman would get more love if he didn't play with Patrick Willis. Navarro Bowman was actually a pretty good player. Penn State, I want to say. The year the Raiders had no interceptions, the last game of the season, he was laying on his back and a ball landed on Navarro Bowman's chest. That was our one interception that year. Can you imagine having an NFL team and having one interception by a linebacker? Teddy Bruschi, no. Good player. A lot of these times these guys have careers like Bruschi did at, what was he, Washington State and then Patriots, and then he's on TV all the time. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. He should be in the Hall of Fame. No. Teddy Bruschi was good. He was not great. Carlos Dansby, Donnie Edwards, James Ferrier, London Fletcher. Did it forever for the Rams. James Harrison, I'm listening. James Harrison, that play, was that in the Super Bowl, the 98-yard interception return? Or was that in the AFC Championship? That was the Super Bowl, right? Larry Izzo. Great coach at Michigan State. That's Tom Izzo. Uh, Willie McGinnis. He's a defensive end. Hardy Nickerson, the hardware man, who after the play at Cal, he got up and he led the band. He timed, climbed to the top of the ladder, and the hardware man got out the stick. One of the best linebackers in the history of Cal and a decent NFL linebacker. Ken Norton Jr. I remember after another horrific 
day at the office for the Raiders, I asked Jack Del Rio, the head coach, how much do you involve yourself? You know, you were the DC of the Broncos. You win the Super Bowl, and and you know, how much do you involve yourself? And he goes, Kenny calls the defense. I go, so you don't you don't get involved. Kenny calls the defense. Ken Norton, another guy, just like Deion Sanders, decided I'm gonna take off this cowboy hat and play for San Francisco. And get me a ring. <clears throat> yeah, he did. Bryce Pop, speaking of Niners, Julian Peterson, Joey Porter, I'm listening. There's a couple of Steelers I'm listening to. Takeo Spikes, no. Jesse Tuggle, no. Mike Vrabel, no. Patrick Willis should be in. He's going to make the list of 25, no doubt. Patrick Willis tells the great story about how <clears throat> he was, you know, got a, was he Mississippi State or Ole Miss? Ole Miss. Ole Miss. So Patrick Willis got a uh, visit to Notre Dame, and uh, he said that uh, was a a head coach at the time, but he said they just were just fawning over, and they just completely ignored him. And so he and his parents were like, "Should we just leave?" If they had any idea, (laughs) it's like Guy Lewis at Houston when they said, "We have this African flying in." that wants to be on our basketball team. And he said, I sent one of my interns to pick him up. He goes, if I knew it was Hakeem Olajuwon, what he was going to be, I would have sent a limo for him. Al Wilson and Lee Woodall. So on that list, Patrick Willis should be in. I'll listen to Joey Porter and James Harrison. I'm sure you could make a really good argument for Donnie Edwards and London Fletcher, but Uh, And Cornelius Bennett, but not listening. Cornerbacks, Eric Allen, great guy. Saints, Raiders, great player. I'm listening. Cam Chancellor, no. Legion of Boom. Nick Collins, Antonio Cromarty, Dre Bly. How long have I been doing this show? I had Dre Bly on the show when he was in high school. It's sad. (laughs) It is really sad. And I remember because Dre Bly, he was like, hold on a second. I got another call. That's why I remember him. (laughs) I'm like, you're you're a teenager. I'll let it go. You're being interviewed. Merton Hanks with the Sesame Street dance. Merton Hanks, really good player. Rodney Harrison, I will listen to Rodney Harrison. And Rodney Harrison is the greatest thing that ever happened to Kurt Warner because he messed up Trent Green's knee, remember? Carnell Lake, Tim McDonald. Tim McDonald will knock your block off. Is he a Hall of Famer? Eugene Robinson was very good. Wasn't Eugene Robinson the guy the night before the Super Bowl they found him with a hooker, right? I don't know. I think so. Samari Roll, Alan Rossum, great in Phantom of the Opera. Oh, that's Emmy Rossum. Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders, I want to say, was NFL defensive MVP with the Colts, believe it or not. Charles Tillman, been on the show. Troy Vincent, now a flunky to Pete Rozelle. Antoine Winfield and Darren Woodson, I'm listening. 
So there are a lot of potentials in there. A lot of those guys are going to be on the list. I think, uh, let's see, Dominic says, yes, Robinson was the guy. Yeah. Not good. And the he had left the NFL Man of the Year awards dinner where he was named NFL Man of the Year. I'm going to celebrate with a hooker. Not judging, right? Eric Allen um, on the list. Rodney Harrison, Darren Woodson. As I said, these guys, like I said, I, I swear Bob Sanders was NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, the other ones, I don't know. You could, I mean, I'm sure that you can make an argument for a Crow Marty. You could make an argument. I mean, you can make an argument for Cam Chancellor, I'm sure, but I just I don't want to hear it. Uh, and then we get to the special teams. Or my high school coach would always say, little people. All right, little people, get it done. Thank you. You're not inspiring confidence to those people. Uh, punters slash kickers. Here are the punters. Darren Bennett. I don't know if I remember Darren Bennett. That does not ring a bell <laughs> whatsoever. Jeff Fiegel's. Uh, Sean Landetta. I can't put Sean Landetta in because he kicked the ball backwards. I'll never forget that. It was a snowy day in New York. He played for the Giants. He kicked it straight up in the air, and the wind took it backwards. He had a negative yards punt. That keeps you out despite the uh, adversities, and uh, you can't. Shane Leckler, if you're going to put punters in, you have to put Shane Leckler in because I believe when he retired, he was the greatest punter in NFL history. Raiders and Titans, I think. Shane Leckler is the best average yard per punt in NFL history. And if he's not anymore, he's top three. So how do you not put him in? Brad Maynard, Pat McAfee I can't put in because of his tank tops. Brian Mormon uh, and Matt Turk. Here are your kickers. David Akers, I can't do it because he faked like he was hurt when he was with the Eagles. And then he beat the Raiders and went, yay. And then he went, ooh, ooh my leg. Uh, Gary Anderson. Gary Anderson did not miss a field goal the entire year for the Vikings. And then in the playoffs, missed the field goal, and they got knocked out of the playoffs. I mean, he had the greatest year in the history of kickers. And when it came down to it, he choked. Jason Elam, now he kicked it 7,000 feet. Jason Hansen, John Casey, Matt Stover was good. And then the idiot kicker, Mike Vanderjack, he'll always be the idiot kicker. I mean, how, how does he escape that when Peyton Manning so bequeathed his new name? What, did our idiot kicker get drunk and run his mouth? Once again, this is another way of saying little people. <laughs> So anyone on the list, I ask myself, and the answer is Shane Leckler. Go ahead. Brian Mormon deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for surviving that hit at the Pro Bowl put on him by the late Sean Taylor. Oh, I forgot about that. Wow. The only guy ever to be hit in the history of the Pro Bowl. <laughs> the Pete Rose-Ray Fossey all-star collision. Uh, and then uh, special teamers, there too. There's Josh Cribbs who is, to me, Devin Hester light. You know, he's very good. 
but you can't put him in before Devin Hester. And then uh, Brian Mitchell, uh, sorry, he's third in line. So 173 names, of which I have just done over the last hour, will be reduced to 25 semifinalists. I think I mentioned probably about a dozen guys that I would consider, so the list is going to be double that, obviously. You're going to get people in there, um, you know. Like, I'm, I bet you that Randall Cunningham will make it. I'm sure may, maybe even Doug Flutie's name uh, will be in there, and somebody will throw in Tiki Barber because he played for New York. You know, Anquan Bolden. These guys are going to make the list because, they're, like I said, it's not the Hall of, of Very Good. But the NFL Hall of Fame, or I should say the Professional Football Hall of Fame, is dumb because they have a five-player minimum every year. Which means if there was a team of five <clears throat> and you had four Hall of Famers and then me and then that was it, they'd have to take me. Actually, doesn't sound so bad if I put it that way. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byland. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. 
And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Der Anlass war vollkommen nichtig und ich selbst griff erst gar nicht ein, weil Kinski im Vergleich zu anderen Ausbrüchen eher milde wirkte. drinking that haterade and bow down to ricky t y'all thank you for that we were just talking about the nfl hall of fame and or the pro football hall of fame i got to go to the hall of fame you know it's interesting i used to wear sweatbands i'm such a 70s kid and i wore raider sweatbands in college and i remember one time the referee told me he's like are you wearing nfl gear i went what got these sweatbands with raider helmets on them he goes, you can't wear that during a NCAA game. Take them off. I went, oh, I'm sorry. And I took them off and put them right back on. But inside the sweatbands was a little cardboard thing saying half off admission to the Hall of Fame. And I kept that with me. And in 1986, I went to Canton, China. No, Canton, Ohio. And I went to the Hall of Fame. And the best thing about the Hall of Fame literally was in the at the very end of the Hall of Fame was this giant warehouse where you could buy anything with your with your team's logo on it, you know, from uh, barbecue uh, spatula to helmet to jersey, just you know, pens, anything. Now I can go on Amazon and get that in two seconds. But at that time, there was no internet. There was no NFL catalog that you can have. I mean, back in the day when I voted for Taft, I used to do these little magic shows for kids when I was like 12 I would do like you know these like magic shows and uh, there was this place in Illinois it was this like magic warehouse and they'd send a catalog every year and every year I would uh, buy something and I remember one year it took like two months and I still hadn't got anything and my dad was like well there were a lot of storms back east maybe the got the mail and was just cut short how did we survive and yet and yet, <clears throat> I preferred that time to now. This time now where everything is instantaneous and everybody knows where you are every second and we're a lot more up to date, we're a lot more informed. I liked it better then. I think it was more fun. This isn't as fun. I'm going to kill, no, I'm just saying. Um, the NFL Hall of Fame with that shop in the back, that is now available to everybody on the internet. That's certainly a lot better. I'll give you that. Back in my day. Come on back.
USA News. I'm Corey Myers. Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee grilling Attorney General Merrick Garland. Ohio Republican Jim Jordan today accusing the Justice Department of protecting President Biden and his son Hunter while illegitimately targeting former President Trump. Garland says he's just doing his job. We will not be intimidated. We will do our jobs free from outside influence and we will not back down from defending our democracy. A new strike deadline has been announced by the United Auto Workers president, Sean Fain. He says if no substantial progress in contract talks has been made by noon this Friday, they will call on more local unions to expand their stand-up strike against GM, Ford, and Chrysler owner Stellantis. Currently, the UAW is striking three auto plants, one from each of America's big three. New York police still looking for a third suspect in a deadly drug exposure case at a Bronx daycare. The daycare owner and a tenant now face federal charges and are being held without bail in addition to local murder charges. The daycare owner's husband remains at large after authorities allege he left with two full shopping bags in an attempted cover-up. Authorities saying a large amount of fentanyl was found on top of children's play mats. A one-year-old died last Friday. Several other children got sick. Republican governors who signed state laws restricting abortions are blasting former President Donald Trump in an interview that aired Sunday on NBC's Meet the Press. Trump said Florida's six-week abortion ban is a terrible thing. On Tuesday, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds said it's never a terrible thing to protect an innocent life. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. Operators are standing by to help you. 800-392-1941. That's 800-392-1941. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Geneticists have, for the first time, isolated and decoded RNA molecules from a creature that died out long ago. The genetic material, which came from a 130-year-old Tasmanian tiger, a specimen in the collection of a Swedish museum, has allowed scientists to better understand how the animal's genes functioned. Now, while scientists' goal was not de-extinction, a better understanding of the Tasmanian tiger's genetic makeup could help recently launched efforts to bring back the animal in some form. A Connecticut man pulled his Aston Martin convertible into his garage Sunday. Two masked men followed him, attacked him, and stole his vehicle in a daylight carjacking right out of his garage. 
The man wasn't hurt, and police do have two suspects in custody, one of them only 16 years old. SpaceX breaking a record in reusing booster rockets. A Falcon 9 rocket blasted off from Cape Canaveral Tuesday night, carrying 22 Starlink satellites into orbit. The rocket's first stage booster came back to Earth about eight minutes later and landed on a SpaceX drone ship in the Atlantic Ocean. It was the 17th liftoff and landing for the first stage rocket, breaking the previous record of 16 liftoffs held by two different Falcon 9 boosters. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/byline and use code byline. That's code byline at prizepicks.com slash byline for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you so much, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We're here for you to talk some sports and other such things. We've got a full hour of guests if they show up. J.D. Sharp from Pro Wagering. I'll talk a little football with J.D. Sean Fee, the CEO of Legend. What's that? Stand by. And the lovely and talented Misty Copeland, who's in a new short film called Flower. She is uh, not only a great actress and beautiful, but she's one of the best American ballerinas in the entire country. And um, so happy to have uh, Misty with us. Play Misty for me. 1-800- Eight seven eight, play. Deshaun Watson made contact with a uh, NFL ref uh, against the uh, Steelers 
on Monday night, third quarter, and there was a scramble where he went out of bounds, and Watson was jawing with some Steeler players. And um, then the refs came over. He grabbed one ref and just pushed him aside. Normally, you'd be thrown out for that. This is what the NFL said. Officials are called upon to maintain order on the field, and sometimes when performing those duties, there is inadvertent contact between players and officials. In this instance, in their judgment, the contact did not rise to the level of a foul. And I'm kind of glad, because if you go letter of the law, he should be thrown out of the game. He grabs the guy and throws him to the side. But they're like, hey, you're super pissed. No harm, no foul. It's fine. So... And you might say, why does he get special treatment? Does he? I don't know. In other areas as well. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout-out to our troops listening both home and abroad on the American Forces Radio Network. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. Keep up the good work. 1-800-878-PLAY. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Tittle Inning Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook. So come on back. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. 
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 1112 is when we like to bring in one of our friends from ProWagering and ProWagering.com, and uh, we have J.D. Sharp with us. And let's talk a little uh, football right now. Um, in the AFC, J.D., there are five teams that are 0-2. Tell me which one's... Uh, the season is completely over after a fortnight of football, or it's no big deal. The Patriots, the Bengals, the Texans, the Chargers, and the Broncos. I would say that the Patriots probably in the worst possible position of all those teams. I love Christian Gonzalez at, at corner. I think he's got a, a huge future. He, he shut down Tyreek Hill. He was a, he was a top well, top ten pick. Uh, Mac Jones has looked okay. Honestly, Rick, there's a ton of parity in, in the NFL right now. I mean, the Broncos, the Chargers, the Patriots, the Bengals, the Texans, uh, they, they could all go on their, on their runs. I mean, look at C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is top five in passing yards, 62% completion percentage despite the fact that he's throwing to Nico Collins, Tank Dell, Robert Woods, and you know Dalton Schultz. And then he's got Damian Pierce who, who, at running back, and Damian Pierce can't really run the ball. So, uh, I mean, the, the Texans don't have the best roster, clearly. Uh, but it wants to get Petrie healthy and Jimmy Ward healthy. That defense will get a little better. Will Anderson's looked okay as a rookie so far. And the Chargers have all the talent in the world. Uh, what, I don't know about their coaching. Uh, when Eckler's healthy, then they can win games. And then Burroughs healthy. The Bengals can obviously win a ton of games. So I don't think that it, it, it's the sky is falling situation for any of them. Uh, but I would say the two that are they're in the worst, the worst situation at, at this point, I would say the Patriots and the Texans. And the Patriots may be in the very worst situation because I, I'm, I'm not sure Jones can win. I, I don't like their run game. Their defense isn't what it used to be. Uh, Belichick may be getting older. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know there's a lot of details involved, but I would say that the, the Chargers and the Broncos uh, – by the way, the Broncos, I uh, haven't talked about them yet. Russell Wilson's got five touchdowns and a pick. Peyton's still a very good coach. Uh, that defense hasn't been great, but they've been good enough. And that offense is adding more weapons with Brandon Johnson and Marvin Mims, the rookie from Oklahoma, had a pretty good game. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think any of those teams are really in, in trouble because, again, Rick, are like like serious trouble, but the, that those are in the most trouble with the pitch in the Texas because, again, the parity in the NFL, uh, it's very real this year. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of teams that can win any game uh, any week, and that's why it's also pretty hard to bet it right now. 
Yeah, and had Peyton not gone for an onside kick, he probably would have beaten the Raiders too. But yeah, exactly. let, me, let me throw the same question to the NFC where there are four teams with goose eggs right now. The Vikings, the Bears, the Panthers, and the Cardinals. How do you look at those? Cardinals are are in a really, really bad situation. They don't really have a quarterback. Uh, James Conner's been okay, but their defense is porous. I mean, their defense is about as bad as it gets. The, the Giants just sliced them up. Um, I actually think the Giants going to be all right. They got demolished by the Cowboys. They didn't look great. Well, they looked terrible against the Cardinals in the first half, but uh, they showed what that offense can do, whether they have Saquon Barkley or not. I think Daniel Jones is a little better than people give him credit for, and I like their weapons. I like Darren Waller. I like Jalen Hyatt. Uh, we'll see what happens when Wandale Robinson comes back. They're going to have a pretty potentially high-powered offense on, on that particular team. The Bears, what's up with Justin Fields? I mean, is, is this guy just not mentally capable of playing quarterback today? He just blamed his coaches for things not working out. He said, I, you know, I, I'm not, I can't play my type of ball. Uh, I'm, I'm more of a, I'm more of a just make, make plays in the moment spontaneously. I'm not really good at like understanding formations and understanding plays, et cetera, et cetera. Well, if that's the case, the NFL is not the place for you because you're going to get just demolished if you're going to, if you're going to go outside the box and try to do your own thing. So I think it's very possible that Tyson Bagent, uh from Shepard, the rookie, gets a chance to, to maybe even get some minutes this weekend against the Chiefs if, if your field starts out really, really bad. Um, but, yeah, I would say that – but I, I do like the Bears wide receivers. I like Mooney. I like Komet. I, I like uh, Claypool. The, the running game is okay with Herbert. I, I think their defense is actually – they haven't played well, but they you know, they traded for – or they, they signed T.J. Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds. They've still got Jaquan Brisker and, and uh, John Jalen Johnson. So, yeah, I think uh, out of those teams – the worse off, prob- probably the Bears. Uh, the Giants have a chance to, to, to make some things happen. And then uh, who's the other two teams, Rick? Uh, let's see. Vikings, Bears, Panthers, Cardinals. Yeah, Panthers. Panthers without J.C. Horn. The Panthers, are gonna, they're, they're going to be limited offensively all year long. Uh, they do a pretty decent run game. And then they've got the wide receivers, but I'm just not sure that Young is I'm not sure Young's the guy, and I said that when he got drafted. I mean, he's, what, 5'9", 5'10". Uh, steps in the pocket okay, but he can't really see the field very well. He did have a good run, and I, I did take the Panthers on Monday Night Football, and I won that game. I, I bought the hook up at 3.5. And, um, and then uh, the, the Vikings, no defense. Terrible defense. Defense is almost as bad as the Cardinals. Great offense. Cousins is having a very strong year so far. Justin Jefferson is having probably the best first five years of any wide receiver in NFL history. Um, not much of a run game, decent offensive line when they're healthy. Uh, I would say, I would say out of all those teams right now, I'm going to probably say the Panthers because I think that, I think that big can step up and play pretty well for the bears. And they have, they've, they've got the first round draft picks on the offensive line. They've been trading for the weapons on the outside. And I think the defense can step up a little bit. So I'll say the Panthers right now are in the worst situation there. Just as an aside, the Jets, of course, you know, Zach Wilson, uh, I know you're a little bit, um, you're a little more fond of him than I think most of America is, but today Boomer Esiason said, go out and get Carson Wentz. He's the answer. What are your thoughts? Would you take Wentz over Wilson? I don't know. Carson Wentz has been on so many teams, and he plays so well one week or one quarter. And then he gets hurt, or he fumbles three times. I mean, he had a great start to his career. He won a Super Bowl as a, he was either a rookie or his second year. 
But I mean, if, if I'm if I'm making that move and I'm the Jets, I'm going for Tom Brady. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm reaching out to Tom Brady and I'm saying, hey, we've got this team with these type of weapons. You know, Garrett Wilson, uh, Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall, the the solid defense. We want you. But that that's what I'm doing. But I mean, yeah, Wentz is an option. Obviously, uh, there's a couple more free agent guys, but Zach Wilson has a really good arm. He's kind of in the same spot as Fields. I'm not sure he's smart enough to play the position, honestly. And that's a real problem. Yeah, you've got you've got all that all the athletic ability in the world. You can throw 70 yards. You can throw 55 on the run. But can you read coverage? Can you step up in the pocket? I mean, can you can you sense blindside pressure? Do you realize at what point during the game that you know if if you do make a mistake? That just the the implications that that has on the game itself, whether it's you know fumbling or getting sacked or not throwing the ball away or throwing an interception, I'm not sure Wilson has it all upstairs. But I know he's got the athletic ability. Um, and is, is that offensive line any good? Mackay Beckton, he was supposed to he was you know he was a top five pick or top ten pick three years ago. Basically ate himself out of the NFL. Now he's back. Uh, he's he's playing okay, I think. But yeah, very very similar situation where with, with the Jets, I think I think they can get it done with Wilson. But the guy's been fifty two percent his entire career. You can't win with that. You cannot win in the NFL with a fifty two percent completion percentage. You just can't do it. I don't, I don't care how good your defense is, but they do have that great running game. So if they can put the pressure off of Wilson and focus on the run game and get him in situations where he can utilize that arm and he doesn't have to make a ton of, a ton of you know, very very difficult decisions, then yeah, they can make it work. But otherwise. Uh, they probably should. They probably should look somewhere else, and then Wentz would be an option. But my number one choice would be Tom Brady. Tom Brady in a New York Jets jersey in New York. I mean, that's 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 a perfect story. But you know, we'll see if that happens, or if he even can do that because he has the you know obviously the minority ownership in the Raiders. You know, you mentioned Beckton. When you're 370 pounds, how do you not have bad knees? I mean, I just oh exactly <laughs> yeah yeah that I mean, is you look at sorry no I was just wrapping it up. I'll, you can get another point in. Oh, yeah. No, you look at, the, like, for example, Alabama has a true freshman offensive line named Caden Proctor. Guy is six foot eight, 380 pounds. Ugh. But he has no leverage. He can't, get, he can't run block. He can barely pass block. He has no quickness. So, I mean, that, at some point, being off, like, big becomes too big on the offensive line. And I think that some of these offensive lines, like Evan Neal's an example of that, Caden, you know, Caden Proctor, Mackay Beck, and you know, that, that's starting to become more apparent that. A 250-pound DN with a 4.5 in quickness can do horrible things to a six-foot-seven, 370-pound offensive lineman who's just huge. And how do you throw over that guy too? It's crazy. Well, that's the other side of it too. I mean, it's just there, there's the, the, this this desire for the extreme. Call it the Al Davis thing. Uh, the, the, you want the freaks of nature. Mm-hmm. Well, they're freaks of nature for a reason. Sometimes they they just don't work in the correct systems. That's why every year he would draft like Carlos Rogers. Whoever was the fastest guy at the combine, he would draft, but the guy had no hands and he couldn't get open. Oh, we, yeah, Dante Stallworth. <laughs> we were talking to J.D. Sharp, ProWagering, ProWagering.com. Always good stuff, J.D. Thanks for your time, man. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back with Sean Fee. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? 
and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated and around the globe on American Forces Network. Let's go to Lisbon, Portugal, where we welcome the CEO of Legend, Sean Fee. He's here to talk about an exclusive manga collaboration between Legend 
And uh, also, Le Parisien, Le Rouge et Bleu, Paris Saint-Germain. Sean, uh, very interesting. Tell us a little bit more about what you got going on here. Um, yeah, we're, we're building a, a platform for uh, basically visual storytelling. So uh, we, we create and publish uh, manga, webtoons, Western-style comics with the addition of character audio. And we do that in multiple languages as well. So with the, with the example that you gave there with Paris Saint-Germain, we obviously do it in French. We do it in Spanish, we do it in English, and we've done it in Japanese as well. So it's just a really cool new way for sports orgs or brands or um, individuals to tell visual stories around their, their, their business or their sport. I have to ask, are you on speakerphone or are you in the toilet? <laughs> I've got headphones on, but I'll take them off if it's that bad. One second. Can you hear me? <laughs> it sounds exactly that's fine. It's just reverberating and echoing, but that's all right. I know you are uh, all the way on the Iberian Peninsula. Sorry, so, for second. those who are uh, unfamiliar with, uh, with uh, manga, manga, well, now I hear myself echoing. Oh, so sorry. That's all right. <laughs> I think we should go back to the original. Uh, if you could just tell us, those uh, uh, unfamiliar with uh, manga, what type of uh, comic books are those? So those are, is this better now, just because I've changed headphones for me to hear? Yes, uh, I'll, I'll take it. Okay, great. Sorry about this. Uh, so manga is basically, it's like a Japanese format of comic. Um, it's, it's really popular right now, especially with the younger, the younger generation. The, the Eastern varieties of comics are just blowing up. So I think people are most familiar with Marvel, DC type things, uh, the superhero comics that have become so famous through film and TV. But the manga comics are like Japanese format. Um, and then they're starting to make their way over to the Western world as well. So you're starting to see things on, on Netflix and other streaming services that, are, that were originally manga, like One Piece. I don't know if you've seen that new Netflix uh, show that's come out and they spent a huge amount of money on it. But that was originally a manga title. I know that uh, Mark Cuban, of course, the uh, billionaire and owner of the uh, Mavericks, that uh, he's in on this too, huh? Yeah, Mark is is pretty excited about this this form of uh, or this medium of storytelling in general. To be honest, and I think that's it, it, he's he's a very sort of finger on the pulse kind of guy. He, he can see when different media are starting to resonate with different audiences, and and he got very excited about what we're doing because, again, like traditionally, the digital comic space has been pretty much uh, just taking a comic book uploading it as a PDF onto your device and having this pretty bland, non-interactive experience. But we're trying to bring it to that next level where we add in, you know, some, some additional media. And then we also have interactive elements like people can record themselves as, as characters in the comics. So it's, it's exciting. And a guy like Mark is always on the cutting edge. And, and uh, it's interesting for his sports franchises as well that we're, we're starting to do some deals across different sports. So I think it ticked a couple of boxes for him. So does, do you collaborate then with the players like Kylian Mbappe or Usman Dembele and maybe the, the Qatari ownership? Like how, how much is everybody in on this? 
So with the PSG deal, that was it was a very much a kind of the PSG internal creative marketing team that we worked predominantly with. The story itself that we've released with them is is fictional, although Kylian Mbappe is in it. Actually, Messi is in it. Um, you know, there's a couple of different players that are in the in the title itself, uh, but we didn't actually interact directly with those players. Of course, we'd love to create some stuff with them too. I think that's the beauty of this that it can appeal to the general team, the brand, the work, or the individual players themselves. So Kylian Mbappe did release a comic last year, I think, about himself, and he sold like two or three hundred thousand copies within the first couple of months. So there's a lot of demand there for, for this kind of content amongst, amongst the fans, for sure. So tell us a little bit more about uh, Legend and what you guys do. So yeah, with us, we're, we're effectively, we're just the platform that uh, hopes to help people tell these stories in a bit more of an engaging way. So we, we're a very sort of technological company. We've, we've built the tech. We have patents on some of our tech. Um, and we have a whole back-end publishing system. So when we upload titles, we can then add in the audio to specific characters, create hotspots on the titles and things like that. So that's our general business. But of course, we love to partner with with great companies and, and teams like PSG and, and the Mavs and, and others uh, to actually release new, exciting stuff for their fans. We are also going to work with publishers and, and kind of release some of that more traditional stuff as well. So uh, how do we get a hold of it? Uh, how do, uh, especially over here in America, what's the plan? So it's on Android and it's on iOS. So you can have it on either of your devices. You can go to the app stores and download it. You can go to our website, which is legendhq.com. So legend with the HQ at the end.com. And you can download the, the apps from there. And it's, uh, it's the title so far free. Um, it's in every country pretty much and as I said it's in multiple languages so it's also a great tool if you're even trying to learn another language or, or anything like that but it's everything will be in English for sure and then probably Spanish for sure as well and then we'll be adding French and Japanese on some titles as well and even Portuguese actually Brazilian Portuguese we have as well. Yes, and uh, being that I'm on the American Forces Radio Network, this is being heard in uh, Japan, uh, the home of uh, manga as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll be very familiar with manga out there. It's, it's huge, and it's getting bigger, so it's a great space. That's Sean Fee, CEO of Legend. Thanks for your time and coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Sure thing. Uh, 1-800-87-A-PLAY. It's interesting collaboration, and I, I can also put it in the sports category. Kind of, sort of. Um, it's funny. When I was a kid, uh, the the team in Paris was uh, Racing or Racing Club. It was, uh, you know, a lot of these collaborations is just a, mostly, uh, you know, race car drivers. That was the thing. And uh, Paris Saint-Germain wasn't even in the, the top flight. They were a lower division team. In fact, they even went down to Division Three <clears throat> at one point. And uh, Jus Fontaine, who was the first guy to score five goals in a World Cup game until I saw Oleg Selenko do the same thing at Stanford against Cameroon for Russia. And uh, Dmitry Radchenko had a goal in that game as well. Um, and they were both Ukrainians. They'd be playing for the Ukraine now. 
uh, Just Fontaine helped get them back into the uh, the top flight. But it wasn't until the uh, the eighties that uh, Paris Saint Germain started getting back into the uh, the reckoning of uh, you know. And then of course when you buy Neymar and you are able to get uh, Kylian Mbappe. Um, who, even though he was from Saint-Denis, which is right there, he was a Monaco player, and they were able to get him, quote-unquote, on loan. We'd like to get Mbappe on loan, and then we'll buy him. Think about Kylian Mbappe uh, for Paris Saint-Germain. He has played in 153 games and has scored on 142 goals. Once again, uh, he has 70 caps for France, and he has 40 goals, and he almost single-handedly won the World Cup for him against Argentina in the final as well. I think you were watching. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back with uh, Misty Copeland right here on Sports Pilot. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 
800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. It doesn't really matter. I uh, I don't like my job and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It is our pleasure to welcome to the show the lovely and talented Misty Copeland, ballerina and actress. She has a a short film that she is in called Flower, which will be making a special screening at the 14th Annual San Francisco Dance Film Festival. It'll be October 1st at the Brava Theater over on 24th Street at 7 o'clock. Misty, welcome to the show. And um, I, I watched it, and some of the, you know, the the words like stirring and, and uh, you know, uh, evocative, there's no uh, dialogue in this. It's all done through dance. When you first got the, uh, the script for this, I don't know if I can call it a script because there's no talking, but whatever the idea for this, was this right up your alley? Yeah. Uh, so for, yeah, it's nice to it's nice to be here, and we're so looking forward to coming out to the Bay and having our Bay uh, premiere. Uh, we've been showing the film um, throughout the, the states um, for the past couple of months. Um, but so this concept came about in collaboration. So I have a production company with my partner Leila Fayaz, uh, Life in Motion Production. So this film is produced by us. Under, under life in motion production. So, um, this was the first time that, you know, from, from start to finish, Layla and I really took this on on our own. Um, so the concept was ours in collaboration with our executive, uh, producer, Nelson George. Um, and, uh, you know, something that we wanted to do through our production company is really show the power of movement and the power of dance. And that it's a universal language. You don't need words and dialogue for people to connect and and understand what it is you're seeing. It's really taking this concept of a ballet, which is what I do on the stage in theaters, um, and really modernizing it, putting it on film, allowing it to be more accessible to a lot of people that maybe don't feel that the theater is somewhere that they can go or can afford to go. Um, and taking, uh, you know, content that's relatable to so many communities 
and just focusing on the community of Oakland, California, and what they, you know, are going through at this moment, what they were going through when we when we filmed it about two years ago, um, you know, that so many communities are experiencing, you know, gentrification and the housing crisis, um, and what it means to like see a community change, be you know, in front of you. I'm an I'm an Oakland guy, third generation, and the first house mm-hmm. I ever bought was in Oakland, so it was really cool. Uh, to see, but you guys, as we say, kept it real. You could have gone up to Piedmont or you could have gone to Montclair and you, uh, you kept it gritty. You kept it real on the streets, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, it was so important. You know, Nelson, Layla and myself are not from, from the Bay area. I grew up in Los Angeles, but uh, my husband is born and raised in Oakland, uh, and, and lived in San Francisco for a lot of his childhood as well. But, um, I just felt a real connection with the community since I've been going there for the last decade, visiting with his family. And I really wanted to, you know, not come in and say, like, I know this community even as much as I appreciate it. Um, I wanted the people from the community to tell this story. And so it was important for us as creatives, Nelson, Layla, and myself to kind of step back and um, bring people in, you know, who are from or have had ties to the community. So whether it was Raphael Sadiq, who composed the music, who's from Oakland, Rich and Tone, who are, you know, world-renowned choreographers uh, who are from Richmond, um, Alonzo King, who has Lines Ballet in San Francisco for the last, I don't know how many <laughs> decades. Um, but we really wanted to bring in creatives who understood the community and that could really guide us. Um, as well as all the incredible turf dancers that are featured in the film as well. We wanted to be able to use a street-style dance that came from from that community um, to show, you know, the language of that community. So, yeah, you know, we just kind of let let Oakland speak for itself and the creatives from that community. For you, by the way, we're speaking with Misty Copeland, the new film Flower. As a member of the American Ballet Theater, which is you know, formed before World War II in New York. It's basically the American Bolshoi. To become the first African-American woman principal dancer uh, in the history of that organization, obviously you just want to dance, and sometimes you might find yourself as a role model or a trailblazer. So uh, how did that work for you when, you know, little girls uh, coming up uh, who look like you say, well, I I can do this? Hmm. That's why I do it, you know, at this point. Um, when I started out, it was it was really an opportunity for me to find myself and my identity. I, I didn't start ballet until I was 13 years old. And um, at the time, my, my single mom was raising six children on her own. And living, we were living in a motel at the time. And so ballet was the first thing that I connected with. It felt like it was my own. It, it gave me a sense of purpose and to belong to something that's bigger than me. And then throughout my career, you know, being the only black woman at American Ballet Theater for the first decade of my career, it really changed my perspective and it became more than than dance to me. Um, to be representation on the stage, it felt like a responsibility that I have. And so, you know, at this point in my career, um, everything that I do kind of ties back to the same mission and same goal, and that's to diversify dance and ballet, to have the really tough conversations that the ballet world has, you know, kind of existed in this bubble and, and, and tried to avoid for so long, but talking about racism in ballet and sexism in ballet, and I feel like 
having the platform that I do, I want to take advantage and and use it for good. So to be able to bring ballet to communities that maybe didn't feel like it was for them, uh, because it's a beautiful uh, way of connecting. It's a beautiful tool to uh, develop, you know, so many skills to go on to become great things. It's not just about becoming a, a principal dancer in an, in an elite company, but it's about developing, developing those skills, you know, to be leaders in your community, you know, the discipline and, and the sacrifice and all that it takes to be a part of, you know, like a sport or an art. Um, and so I feel like that that's my purpose at this point. And Flower is just a really a true representation of all of my dreams and goals. Very, very cool. Uh, I remember studying art history. It was uh, Degas that painted over a thousand, as you know, over a thousand paintings of ballerinas. He was mm-hmm. basically obsessed with them. Why he was obsessed, we don't need to get into one way or another. But I remember him saying, I felt so sorry that their toes were so mangled and, and bruised and destroyed. So it's a personal question, but how are your feet after all these years? How do you survive <laughs> with like, all your full yeah. weight on your toes? Yeah. You know, it's um, it, everyone's different. I, I truly feel that my, my body, my feet, everything, like the shape of them was really built for ballet. Hmm. So I would say people are usually pretty um, impressed with my feet, <laughs> that they're not mangled. Um, and that they're in like pretty good condition, but you know, it's, it's, it's about, um, it's about your training as well. And, you know, we, we train for so long before we're even given point shoes because it's, it's really, you know, we're, we're holding ourselves up there. It's not the shoe. Um, it's about, you know, the structure and the muscle and all of those things that are, that are kind of taking on the weight of that, um, but I, I, I'd say I'm pretty fortunate that my feet ha- my feet fit pretty well into a point shoe, so they're in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, too, if you ask most American girls, like, did you do ballet? And they'll like, yeah, I did it for a year when I was six years old, whatever. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. sort of like making a kid play soccer or something. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. but for you, and, and you have to be lucky enough to have the body for it and the athleticism and the talent for it, but when did you kind of think, oh, this isn't just some one-off that my mom is sending me to this is my calling yeah um literally from the first class mm. uh i you know again i didn't have like the you know the typical uh, introduction or experience of coming into ballet my my mom knew nothing really about you know what what that meant i was discovered at um, a boys and girls club in san pedro california where i grew up i was just attending the club with my siblings it was like a place for us to go after school when my mom was working like several jobs and uh, i was discovered Um, i took my first ballet class on a basketball court Mm. there in the gym and the teacher who was teaching the class was looking for diverse talent to bring into her school and on scholarship and uh, she immediately said you're a prodigy and um, I think this is something you can do as a profession so I ended up living with my teacher and her family for three years and kind of catching up on all the training um, since I started later Um, and I was dancing professionally in New York for ABT within four years um, of starting yeah. So I knew I so I knew pretty quickly that you know <laughs> that people were, were putting in the work and and nurturing me for this to become a career. Maybe that's good to start late even though everyone else had, you know, mm-hmm. a, a huge head start on you. Maybe that's why your your feet were already matured enough. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah. I agree. I think there are a lot of, I think there are a lot of like pluses to, to starting late. You know, a lot of people burn out young. Um, mm-hmm. And it was really a decision I feel like I was making um, where I was mature enough to kind of uh, make that decision. You know, it's funny, the dichotomy of San Pedro, and you talk about, you know, you were not born with a silver spoon in your mouth. H- how old were you before you finally took the ferry out to Catalina? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think I was probably 16, mm-hmm. um, with friends that, uh, that did have money, <laughs> that <laughs> came from money, um, in the, in the ballet world, uh, and, and, and yeah, took the ferry out to Catalina, but I spent a lot of my childhood, um, seeing it from afar on top of the hill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should mention everyone that the 14th annual San Francisco Dance Film Festival is going to be a starting here on Friday, and it's going to run for over a month. It's going to go to October, or almost a month, October 15th, for a festival ticket. Uh, and in more information, you go to sfdancefilmfest.org. And once again, the special screening of Flower, it's less than a half hour. It'll be Sunday, October 1st at 7 p.m. at the Bravo Theater in the Mission uh, on 24th Street. And uh, you really, whether you like ballet or not, you will really like this movie. It is very, very uh, stirring. And uh, Misty Copeland, uh, congratulations. And, um, and And bringing the town to the big screen, too. It's really cool that you yes. filmed it there. <laughs> Thank you so uh, much. All right. I'm really looking forward to it. All right, good stuff. Our pleasure. We'll take a quick break. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byland. of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. 
It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647-855-325-5647-855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. his servants. Uh, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. We know how much hype is going around in Boulder right now because of Coach Prime, and they are 3-0. and <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, some people said that the game was fixed at the end, uh, that it's bad for college football if Colorado lost to Colorado State, and so that they had to go into a soft zone to make sure that Colorado would win. I don't believe that. But Nick Saban uh, was uh, asked about Deion Sanders, and um, he said on 247 Sports, quote, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Deion Sanders. First, he's a great person, and he's done a great job of marketing the program to create a lot of national interest. I see their team playing well on the field. They play with discipline. They do a good job of executing They've been able to score points, playing decent on defense. All of those things, to me, are indicators he's a really good coach. I always thought that, and he was all, he's always been successful, whether it was Jackson State, high school, or now at Colorado. His teams have always been well-coached. Very interesting. Now, remember, <clears throat> Travis Hunter was a guy that, Saban really wanted at Alabama and uh, he signed at Jackson State and uh, Saban made a very interesting claim about that this was his quote last year we have a rule right now 
that says you cannot use name image likeness to entice a player to come to your school. Hell, read about it in the paper. I mean, Jackson State just paid a guy a million dollars last year that was a really good Division One player to come to school. It was in the paper, and they bragged about it. Nobody did anything about it. And then Sanders was asked about it, and he said, that's a lie. I can tell you this. I love and adore and I respect, and every time I do a commercial with Coach Saban, it is a gift just sitting in his presence and hearing him and throwing something else out there so I can hear his viewpoint on it because he's forgotten more things than I might ever accomplish, but that's a lie. It's all good now. It's all love, love, love. Just like tomorrow's show, 9 a.m. Pacific time. See you then. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.